Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I am your host, the People Sportscast, Lex Anderson, here to talk about not the Final Four, but how do we get there? Elite Eight breakdown, including some North Carolina news, which I will be saving for the end of this podcast episode. It seems, however, on social media that people aren't really happy about how the Elite Eight has played out. No number ones at all. Everybody gone. But at the end of the day, we have to respect the game. But in today's day and age, especially with the social and the media manipulation, no one seems to have any respect for the game. So yes, this is a Final Four unlike any Final Four we've ever seen since the 70s or the inception of seeding in 1985. I get it. But at the end of the day, that is the beauty of America. There are other teams out there, even I myself. Again, I hold myself accountable. What do I say all the time? I'm an ACC guy. I only watch North Carolina. North Carolina didn't get the invitation. They declined the NIT. I guess the Blue Bloods think they're too good. But again, in my opinion, they would have been exposed for being the terrible team that they truly were this past season. But yet I digress. Let's talk about it. East Region, Elite Eight, it will be Florida Atlantic, FAU to Owls over Kansas State University, 79-76 in what will be a memorable classic game. FAU is making just its second appearance in the NCAA tournament and the first since 2002. It's 2023. Being a sports historian, I have to respect the history. The winningest team in Division I this season had never won an NCAA tournament game before, reeling off four straight, all by single digits, to become the first number nine seed to reach the Final Four since Wichita State. Remember them back in 2013? Everybody was was so enamored and in love with Wichita State. And again, the Owls are the third number nine to get that far since seeding began in 1979. Respect the history, I say. Of course, Marquise Noel, five foot eight, the little guy, the little man, Mr. New York City on Twitter, 30 points, 12 assists, five steals. And again, in the Sweet 16, he set the NCAA tournament record with 19 assists in an overtime win against Michigan State. But his teammates let him down, plain and simple. Watching the clock tick in the final seconds as the ball was being turned over and not in the hands of Mr. New York City, I'm sure it was devastating. I'm sure it was devastating. Naquan Tomlin was the only other player who hit double digits for Kansas State, 14 points. Keontae Johnson, their leading scorer, fouled out with only nine points. That will not get the job done. That will not get the job done. 
FAU though, them them young boys, yeah, they're here to play. And they held off Marquise Noel. And it was a beautiful comeback win in the final eight minutes of the game. And all I ask is that we just respect the history of the game. That's it. Sadly, Ismael Massad, you know, he hit that logo three against MSU. Sadly, when Noel gave him the ball, it never got back to his hands. Damn. But you know what? You know, sometimes you got to wonder, though, like, you know, you have to appreciate these moments because people are so in love with the powerhouses, the powerhouses who continually disappoint. Let's be real. North Carolina, disappointed. Kentucky, as per the usual, disappointed. The Duke fluke devils, they can go to hell. I'll never cheer for Duke. Tennessee had a chance, did nothing. Mm-mm-mm. So sad. And think about, the again, the history, right? Kansas State was trying to get back to the Final Four for the first time since 1964. Again, I implore you to respect the history. Respect the history. You know, some of us, I think, you know... Yes, as disappointed as I am in North Carolina, you know, the season played out for them the way it did, but, you know, very disappointing considering that they blew a 12-point lead to Kansas, right? What about Kansas, the Jayhawks? I thought that they were going to go back and defend what was theirs, but they got knocked out. So, yeah, let America see what else is out there in the country. Let the bright lights of the national stage, let them shine on another team. If but for one moment in time, surely it will not be the norm. Will it? I don't know. But I can tell you one thing for sure that's consistent is once again, Gonzaga will not be making any plans to hang up a championship banner. West region of the Elite Eight, UConn crushes them. 82-54 final score. And, you know, we could talk about the referees. Why not? I saw the game. Drew Timmy, early foul trouble. Took him out the game. Took him out the game. And you know what? Gonzaga, the Bulldogs. Well, you know, funny, right? This was like a a battle of the dogs, right? The Yukon, Huskies, Gonzaga, Bulldogs. Who's the bigger dog? Well... That right now would be UConn, who dominated from start to finish on offense and on defense. Can they claim their first championship since 2014? We'll see. And they earned their first trip to the Final Four in nine years. Finally, no more first-round exits for UConn. And good news for UConn, they are 8-1 all-time in Final Four games. Interesting. As for the Zags, 
Couldn't get it going from the field. 33%. 7 of 29 in the second half. 2 for 20 from 3. Looking for their third Final Four since 2017. And thankfully, they are gone. Timmy, 12 points, 10 rebounds. His career's over. But he never sealed the deal. Good for UConn. Again, back on the national stage. Jordan Hawkins, excuse me, 20 points. And that's really all there is. There ain't nothing much to talk about. You know, when it's a blog, there's nothing to really dissect here when you get annihilated. But I will move on to the Sunday games, which was a true nail-biter. Again, Elite 8 South Region, San Diego State University. Just gets by Creighton. 57-56 final score. Amazing. San Diego State, they got some big dudes on that team. They do not play. But of course, let's talk about it. The foul. The foul call that honestly shouldn't have been called because it was a non-call. Darion Trammell made the free throws when he was fouled by Creighton's Ryan Nimhard when he put up a floater near the free throw line with 1.2 seconds left. In a game that was tied at 56, he made one of two free throws, which was the final margin of victory. And that's devastating. That's that's devastating. I mean, they're saying that he got his hands on his hip. You know, everybody's focus was really uh, his hand around the ball and when he went to shoot. Because clearly, you know, at the point of release in which the ball <laughs> hit the rim, you heard the dunk. There was no, you know, there was no uh, interference on the shot. And I'm thinking that we were going to get an overtime thriller. But sadly, we got one of two free throws. And that's it for Creighton. Damn. Uh, so, you know, again, so devastating as a sport fan to watch it. This was truly like a defensive game. Like, cats were really... It was down and it was dirty, you know? Let's take a look at the numbers real quick here in the box score. The teams definitely weren't lighting up, lighting it up. Creighton Blue Jays, 2 of 17 from 3. 11.8%. That will not get the job done. And the same for uh, San Diego State. The Aztecs, 3 of 13 from 3, 23.1%. You know, to be honest, it was a terrible game. <laughs> it was tough to watch. It's like, but you know, when when it's that close, you can't turn away because it's like, okay, what's going to happen here? And speaking of turning away, Midwest Region, Elite 8, Miami Hurricanes over the Texas Longhorns, 88-81, final score victory. Down by 13 points. Texas, what the hell happened? Texas, what's really good, Texas? What happened? I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm 
watching the game, right? And it's like being frozen in time. Nothing is more horrifying when you see a team just blowing a lead. Blowing a lead. Because it's like, hmm, they've been stuck on that number a pretty long time. Pretty long time. What's going on here? But what have I always been saying? The Hurricanes' defense is no joke. It's not. Unbelievable. Jordan Miller, 27 points. 7 of 7 from the field. 13 of 13 from the foul line. Isaiah Wong, 12 of his 14 points in the second half. And now they get UConn. Wow. Damn. It's the first time since seeding began in 1979 that no team seeded better than number four made the final four. And here it is. Here it is. But it's like, damn, Texas, what happened? And Miami, they were down 64-51, 13 minutes, 22 seconds left to play. And they just kept the pressure. Texas Longhorns, they folded. Sir Jabari Rice, 15 points. Timmy Allen, 16. I know Sir Jabari, Sir Jabari Rice because they had a special segment about him and his uh, special pump fake and stuff. Sadly, Dylan Disu, he couldn't play due to a foot injury. And it was just terrible. It was just terrible. Oh my God. See what else we got here on the terms of the stat lines. Because, you know, outside of the highlights, all you need to do is just go to the stat lines. And it'll show me Texas, 10 of 25 from 3, 40%. And their starters just didn't deliver. Didn't deliver whatsoever. Dylan Mitchell, 4 points. This young man, Christian Bishop, 7 points. T. Hunter, let's get the full name here on this young man, Tyrese Hunter, nine points. Nope, that's not going to do it. So here we are, sadly. Well, not sadly, here we are. That's it. The stage has now been set. And on Saturday, April 1st, (laughs) April Fool's Day, we have... The final four, FAU versus San Diego State University, Miami taking on UConn. I'm looking for UConn and San Diego State. That's who I predict will be playing for the championship. But the the Owls are no joke. But San Diego State, they got some bigs there, for real. And uh, in closing, in closing... I will talk about 
North Carolina, how we will have Armando Baycott, RJ Davis will be returning. Caleb Love is choosing to enter the transfer portal. To that, I say goodbye, streaky shooter. I barely knew ye. Bye-bye. So long farewell. I've definitely talked enough about the shortcomings of this team. Um, I look for them to excel in the absence of Caleb Love, streaky shooter. Allegedly, he was dealing with a woman who was uh, dating R.J. Davis. I guess there's not enough women on campus. Again, allegedly, allegedly. Team chemistry clearly was not there, but for that I blame Hubert Davis, former player of the Knicks, never won a championship, and again, as far as I'm concerned, he has brought his losing ways to North Carolina. This season is only worse because of what happened the previous season. They blew a 12-point lead and choked away a championship to Kansas. Excuse me, to the Kansas Jayhawks. And then they don't even qualify for the tournament. And then decline the NIT. So we'll see where they go from here. Hopefully Pete Nance won't be returning. As long as that happens, I'm good. But until then, there it is, the final four. Whether you like it or not, those are the teams playing for all the marbles. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.